But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Welcome to another edition of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik, and I'm joined by Becky and Antonio, a.k.a. The Bananas Defender. What's really good, guys? How y'all doing this week? Doing good. I'm doing great. Just came back from Disney. Took my nice week vacation. Yo, that sounds dope. Veto's not going to be with us today. She's earned a much-deserved day off, so she won't be joining us. But bananas, tell us about Disneyland. How was it? Um, it was nice. Um, went to all the parks. Pretty humid though, but it was all right. Uh, went on all the rides, pretty much. Some of them I would never do again, and yeah, it was fun. Expensive too. No, Tower of Terror is one ride I will never do again. Was it terrifying? It wasn't bad. I just didn't expect it. Cause like you're on an elevator and you. Basically, just like shoot down and then you shoot back up, then you shoot down and then you shoot back up. I was like, and I'm, I like to see what I'm doing before things happen to me. So, like, me not knowing what's going on, I was like, oh, fuck this shit. Well, the main thing is, why didn't you drive six hours to come see me? Not even six hours, four hours. Well, I didn't have a car on me, but you do, so you should, you should have came and saw me. Nah, I had shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dope, man. Yo, did the lady really love it though? I mean, she was the reason why we went. It was, it was her 21st birthday. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Becky, how was your week? It was good. It was all right. You know, getting shit done. Got a new app completed. So super excited. Oh, yes. Tell us about that. So if you guys don't know, we had a little contest going on on our Twitter about Becky changing her super lame Twitter handle. That was uh, living underscore for underscore me underscore one underscore or whatever the fuck it was and so we had a contest and everybody chipped in and she chose uh becky tell us tell us the uh twitter handle that, that you picked out oh my god i love it it's at gif master bex i absolutely love that twitter handle i know originally you wanted to give it to a but uh i didn't want that to happen because i don't give t-shirts to Wait, what? <laughs> oh my god. Wait, who are you talking about? But um Giftmaster Bex, that is definitely a solid, solid name. Tell me, why don't you let the guys know what exactly does that name mean to you? I mean, it's just I'm the gift master. I always have a gift ready just for any occasion. People think I have them on my phone. But I'm just very vigilant, and I know what to look for. So my week... Oh, hold on. I'm, I'm chewing that hard. I was like, wow, okay. That's not going to sound good. Yeah, no, nah, I made a, uh, a whiskey sour, and I put like nine maraschino cherries in there. And they're really good, and they're soaked in whiskey. So those are they're really the shit right now. I was wondering what that was. I'm like, that looks kind of yummy. 
facts. So my week was dope as fuck. Um, my company held a, originally it was going to be a softball home run derby. But then we realized that only me and like two other people could actually hit it out the park. So they changed it to a softball game, which was really cool for me because I played uh, slow pitch softball for about three seasons. So I was able to break out my old uh, Malik 516 jersey. I was able to bat for 1,000. I had three doubles, two singles, four RBIs. Uh, I was responsible for like four outs. It was pretty great. I even had a short stint at pitching for a little bit. That didn't go over so well. I just threw three balls and then got me the fuck up out of there. But besides that, it was a lot of fun. I'm still a little sore to this day. And it was nice to go out there and get a shaking with them. Get a shaking with them. It, it, it was definitely popping. That sounds like fun. You're in an elimination right now, Antonio? Not, it's not happening now. It's happening later. Okay, I was like, um, you're busy. No, no, no. It's happening later. All right. So now that we got that out the way, let's go ahead and move on to the season finale of the Challenge 16, The Island. You guys ready to kick it off? Let's do it. All right. Previously on The Island. <laughs> Tonight on the season finale of The Island, a fortune will be won. The journey to this treasure began when 20 eager players arrived in Panama to compete in a totally new challenge. There are no teams. In fact, there aren't even any challenges. And they soon discovered that island living proved to be a challenge of its own. Ah, yeah! In a series of face-offs, the competitors fought to win one of eight keys. These valuable keys are needed to claim a seat on one of the two boats the players have been building to sail in a race to reach a $300,000 prize. A powerful alliance formed, which found Johnny and Kenny calling the shots. At this point in the game, there's a clear line drawn in the sand. If you're against us, we're bringing help. As the battle for keys heated up, a bitter rivalry formed between alliance leader Johnny and island rival Ev. Take your telescope and shove it up your ass. I will never give in to Johnny. I'm never going to sell my soul to him. With all eight keys given out, the island was thrown for a loop when the winners of the remaining face-offs could take a key from anyone they choose. Congratulations, Evelyn. You killed it today. Tonight, what I say to you guys, you your alliance. Johnny, I'm taking your key. I don't want to go out like that. If I go down, I want it to be something to fought for. Johnny won the next face-off and vowed revenge. I'm here to take back what was mine from the beginning. And at the last elimination, a surprise twist shocked the island. Johanna, Dan, Evelyn, and Kellyanne, you guys are going to be competing in the next face-off because you guys are the only ones without a key. The winner of that face-off will then be taking a key from any current key holder that they choose. Johnny and his alliance members have viewed me as far too great a threat to win the face-off and then take one of their keys. Now, there is nothing they can do about it, and they should be worried. So the mob, for the most part, understands that they are fucked if Ev or Kellyanne wins. Paula already assumes that Ev is going to get the W, and Dunbar takes some time to kiss Queen's Ev's ass. Kenny is trying to talk to Ev about what a great and loyal guy Bananas is. She notes that she's been isolated in the past couple of weeks, and now she's mispopular because the mob is completely shook. But Ev plays it political. She wants Bananas to prove to her that she can work with Ev. So, even though it's pretty early in the episode, should Ev buy all of the ass-kissing that she's getting from the mob? Bananas, start us off. I mean, she should definitely listen. It's... You always want to keep your ear out for any new alliances or any new gameplay, especially at this late in the game. If, let's say if Evelyn takes Johnny's skate or she takes Dunbar's skate at this point, her fate on whichever boat there is 
that's up for grabs. If you want, you want to be on that stronger boat, you got the stronger guys. Becky, what do you think? I mean, I know she's not buying it. At the end of the day, she knows she's a big threat because she's already won one, and she has taken Johnny's key before. So I don't think she should buy it. Do I think that maybe she should think about it? Yeah. There's some strong players on that side. So if she does mess up with Johnny, that messes it up with um, Dunbar and Kenny. And of course, Paula and everybody. So I'm sure that she doesn't want to end up on a weak boat. So I think that she really does need to kind of consider her options and see what level of petty she wants to be. In my opinion, it would be funny as all get out if she took that key from him again and left him on the island. But I honestly don't think she will because it's not a smart move. You really don't want to piss up the other stronger members. So I think she should. Honestly, at this point, it's a link up. Might as well just join, you know, can't beat him. Join him. Fat. Kenny explains that Ev's ideal boat is going to be her, Bananas, Kenny, and Derek. Johnny thinks that Ev is prideful, but he doesn't want to have to politic and kiss her ass just like everybody else. And he absolutely resents the position that he's in. The next morning, Ev is mulling not taking Dunbar's key. Paula says that she wants Bananas, Kenny, and Evelyn on her boat. Now, let me ask you guys a question. Is Paula disloyal for leaving Derek out of the final boat equation? I think she just wants to win. I think she wants that W and she's maybe not. She knows that Evelyn is a strong person. So she knows that if she says, we'll keep you on your boat, we'll bring you with us on the boat. That she's more like less likely to grab anybody, any one of their keys. So I think she's just trying to be strategic, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's kind of a dick move by trying to do that to Derek, but it's not necessarily a not smart one. Right, but it's kind of ridiculous to think that in any world, Bananas and Kenny Boat will have them both on it. So she's kind of setting herself up for failure with that one, don't you think? What do you mean, that you don't think that Kenny and Johnny will be on the same boat? With her and Evelyn? Like, with, without even well, taking Dunbar or Derek into the equation? Even if one of those guys loses their key, one of them should still be in the equation, don't you think? Yeah. But if you guys look at it, though, look, think about it later on to the episode, because we all know what happens. We've all seen the episode. Paula is excluding someone from their alliance to put Evelyn in. So why is Paula upset later on in the episode when that happens to her? Well, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, when that We're going to get into yeah, that. Yeah, just... But, but, hey, hey, you know what? But I'm just saying, that's a good thing to think about up until then. No, that is a good point. Do me a favor. Pocket that question. We're going to ask it a little oh, bit later on today. But let's go ahead and move on. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Derek is at the outskirts of the alliance. So maybe it's easier to drop him off. We already went over this. Derek is locked into this alliance. He is a cornerstone of the alliance. If it's north, east, south, and west, Derek has one of those positions. 
I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm saying that on a level like Johnny, Kenny, those two aren't going to get removed from Paula. Like, they're number one and number two. So she wants to be on the boat. At that point, she knows they need Evelyn on their side. So I can see why she's like, okay, out of the boys, Kenny and Johnny are my number ones. They're my dual number ones. So at the end of the day, if she really wants to play the game, somebody's going to get screwed over. I think she definitely misplayed it. but um, I agree, but it's not me. Paula. <laughs> so now that we know that the four people who don't have a key is going in, the mob is trying to build Dan up and get him to stop drinking and focus because they don't have a lot of confidence because he's drunk the whole time. And Dan hasn't really actually done much on the island since he's been there. Would you guys put your trust in Dan? Bananas. I wouldn't put my full trust in Dan. I mean, he's a rookie and he hasn't really proven himself much. And everyone else competing I has shown a lot more. I mean, what has Dan done this season has gotten drunk? I mean, I think that he's solid when he's not drunk. So that's kind of the positive, Dan, that when he's not drunk, he's a very solid, I guess, player overall. So maybe that's why they were trying to really pump him up because it is possible that he could win over the other people. So maybe that's what it is. Look, I like Dan very much, but he hasn't accomplished shit. He hasn't won any face-offs. He hasn't contributed pretty much anything of substance to the challenge on this season. He wasn't able to beat Ev. He wasn't even able to fucking fuck Robin correctly. (laughs) 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 So, uh, you know what? I wouldn't put, look, I like Dan, but I wouldn't put any faith in him to get this done at all. He hasn't shown me anything this season for me to think that he was able to get it done. But hey, they don't really have much of a choice at this point. Dan is the only thing they got going for them. But let's move to the final face-off. Welcome, everybody, to the final face-off. Yes! Johanna, Dan, Evelyn, Kellyanne, today you guys are going to be playing Waterbound. Now, to get started, we're going to be binding your ankles together with restraints. Then you're going to be holding a weight behind your back with both hands. And when I say go, you're going to jump into the water, and it's going to be very difficult, but your goal is to hold on to that weight with both hands no matter what. I don't get scared about, like, anything except for drowning in water. You're going to have to continuously let the weight pull you to the ocean floor so you can propel yourself back to the surface in order to take a breath. You're going to continue to do this process until you're the last one standing. That's not going to be easy, but this is the final face-off, so the last person to still be in the water with both hands on their weight will win today's face-off and also receive a $3,000 gift card to Shell. Wow! Ev says that she would either win or drown. So I'm going to assume that she's motivated to win this one. The challenge begins. Dan almost drops his weight immediately after jumping into the pool, and he's the first one out. Weak sauce. The mob is in real danger of this going sideways. The girls are looking good, but Kellyanne drops her weight on the way up, and it comes down between Joe and Ev. They initially seemed evenly matched, but Joe drops her weight on the way up, and Evelyn wins this one, just like she knew she would, 
just like mostly everybody else on the island knew she would. Johnny knows he's screwed. His key is gone, and Ev has the power. All right, guys, how do you feel about this final face-off? Becky. I mean, it was simple, but I liked it because it really showed a lot of, you know, overall stamina to have to be under that water, the determination of Evelyn to either drown <laughs> or win this whole thing. Um, I really, I liked it. And I, I think it was a good elimination and an easy way to make it even between the males and the females. All right, bananas. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it was a good way to have both male and female compete against each other in a fair way. And I think it was good because you want to see an underwater challenge, especially before their final, because considering they're sailing a boat across, you know, a lake or whatever it was across the ocean. And that kind of shows who has the stamina, you know, even power the boat that far. So I think it was good. I would probably give it 7 out of 10, if I better rate it. Maybe 8. All right. I absolutely love this final face-off, and I agree with you both. It was definitely a great way to get males and females on equal footing. It definitely came down to will because anybody could have won this one. It all kind of depended on how you focus and how you got your breathing down. It couldn't have been any more fair. And the funny thing is, in a fair fight, it's kind of silly to put your money against Evelyn, isn't it? Agreed. And Evelyn is a determined little firecracker. There ain't no way she was going to lose this elimination or face off. Facts. So, the mob has no way to know how this plays out. Bananas and Dunbar are the most likely on the list. Kenny runs up on Ev and starts politicking on the behalf of Bananas. He offers Ev that if she doesn't take Bananas' key, and if they are able to choose their boat partners, it would be Kenny, Bananas, Evelyn, and Derek. There is no mention of Paula. Ev ponders the situation and then requires Kenny to swear, and he does. So, Evelyn coming onto the boat, Kenny is the one who initiated. He made the offer. Is this, a, is this foul of Kenny to put this into motion? Yes and no. Yes, because he screws over somebody he's very close with in, you know, Paula. And Paula, who has had his back the entire time, and, and Johnny is at the same exact motion. So I think it is kind of foul for that to happen. But at the end of the day, she's not the strongest competitor. And they want strong guys on this boat. So I don't blame him for choosing the strong guys over, you know, Paula. All right, bananas. I mean, I can. I don't see why Paula should be upset to begin with. I mean, when you make an alliance, your goal is to make sure everyone makes the final, and that's it. You can't guarantee anyone winning. The only person you can help win is yourself. You can bring as many people as want to the final, but you can't say, "Oh, you know what? You're coming to the final. You're going to win automatically." No, you have to fight for yourself. Kenny's doing what's best for himself to make sure he has his own guaranteed win. He's doing his job. He's making sure Paula keeps her key. He's not convincing Evelyn to take Paula's key. He's not doing anything along those lines. So it's completely fair. All right. And I would also like to point out that Kenny hasn't promised anything to anybody. 
He didn't say, I don't even think who's going to be in whose boat <coughs> has even been discussed uh, at length about it. But no, I don't I think have. at any time, he, I'm sorry? Um, Johnny, Kevin, and Derek did a few episodes back. Right, but that but that didn't include Paula in it. So I don't think Paula has been promised anything, even though I do think it's fair that she assumes that she's going to be in the boat with the guys. Evelyn, this season, has made a very big deal about going against the mob. She took Johnny's key. She has been on the opposite side of them this whole time. And that's kind of been her storyline. And that's how it's been portrayed. And now she's considering working with them. So is everything Ev says about taking out the mob and standing up to them invalidated as it seems she is now about to work with them? Bananas. I, I think he is sorry because you heard Evelyn say that, you know, since Bananas apologized to Kellyanne a few weeks back, they've been, you know, he's been nicer to them. Like, I, we don't, we have obviously haven't seen how he's been behaving the whole time, but according to both their mounts, they both said that he's been nicer to both of them. So, I mean, if he's showing improvement, you gotta trust him. All right. I think in the end, it's like I said earlier, you can't beat him, join him. So at this point, I can understand Evelyn wanting to join a strong male team. It does kind of make her look bad because she was very like, I'm never going to work with them. They're, you know, basically calling them trash and all that stuff. So, yeah, it kind of does. But I don't blame her because at the end of the day, that's money. And that's money you want in your bank account. And you want a strong team to get there. So I don't blame her. But it is kind of shifty. So Evelyn is one of my favorite challengers. She's tough. She's gritty. She knows how to play the political game to varying degrees. She is one of my favorite. But to say that this isn't 100% hypocritical of everything she stood against all season is ridiculous. All season, she talked about taking out the mob. All season, she talked about kicking their ass. All season, she talked about how she was better than them and would never stoop to their level, and she's going to take them out. And the minute that it seems that she can exploit their alliance to her own benefit, she takes it. Can't beat them, join them. That is 100% everything that she put forward all season long. Do I blame her? No. Is it the smart move? Yes. So I don't knock it. But the way that she stood on her high horse, pretty much villainizing <laughs> everybody, everybody on the island that, that was involved with the mob, and the second that it can work for her, she takes advantage of it, it is 100% hypocritical. It's one of the most hypocritical things I've seen on the challenge. Agreed. I agree. But honestly, though, I think Evelyn still would have won the final if she took Bananas' key. I feel like if Evelyn would have took Bananas' key, the final vote would have been Paula, Evelyn, Kenny, and Derek. No, no, no. You know, I disagree with you because if she would have took Bananas' key, no way Kenny's having her on the boat. Yeah, no, he would have totally kicked her. At the end of the day, Kenny wants to win. Why give up strongest female in the house? Because it's only one strong female. If it's Kenny, Paula, Derek, he could take anybody in that fourth slot and still win. He would have just taken Dunbar. I'd rather have Evelyn over Dunbar. But it would have been Dunbar, Derek, Kenny, and Paula. There's no way Evelyn would have made it onto that boat. 
I like I said, I love Evelyn. I like Evelyn. She wouldn't have made that big of a difference to overtake Dunbar two times over. She would have lost. Evelyn and Kenny were cool though. You've seen them talk. You've known they were cool. They are cool, but how cool would they be if she take Banana's key right before the final? After everything he did to try and help him. She's stupid for not taking his key. Well, I mean, not that stupid because she won, obviously, but she basically went against everything she said. So she's, she basically ruined her own word, pretty much. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, if Evelyn took Banana's key, she would not be on that boat with Kenny. No way. No, no way. way. I, I no think way. so. I think so. You know what? I'm going to ask Derek. Oh, shit. I'm going to ask Derek. Uh, yeah, let's see what he says. But let's go ahead and move Wait, on. Wait, how are you going to ask Derek? Wait, what? I'm just going to ask Derek. He's going to send him a message. When? Oh. <laughs> just send him a fucking DM. Ed feels Bananas is untrustworthy and a liar, and she's still on the fence. Now it's up to Bananas to seal the deal. Bananas finally approaches Ev and says, If it was anybody, and this is the case, I don't want to feel like I was ever just singling you out and picking on you. I hope that I kind of eased up in time. You know what I mean? I would never do anything or say anything to jeopardize you or your lifestyle or any decisions that, that you make. And you have my word. And that's taking my key or not. I attacked her on a personal level multiple times, and that sucks. And I truly feel bad about that, and I'm hoping that it's not too late to have extinguished that flame. I really, from the bottom of my heart, apologize for any sort of, like, heartache or, like, whatever that I might have, might have put you through, you know? And you, have, and you have my word on that, okay? Thank you. There is no promise that Johnny and Kenny can make to me that I would ever trust because the two of them have proven over and over again in this game that they can't be trusted. Bananas apologizes for any heartache he may have caused, but Ev still feels that both Bananas and Kenny are untrustworthy. Bananas admits he attacked her on a personal level and he apologizes for his actions. Once again, is Bananas full of shit trying to save himself? Or is he truly sorry of his treatment of Evelyn so far this season on the challenge, The Island? Bananas, what's your thoughts? I mean, I don't think he's 100% full of shit. I mean, I think it's like 75% sincere, 25% bullshit, because, you know, he wants to stay in the game. He's going to say what needs to be said to make sure he stays into the game. But I, I do think some of him, some part of him realizes how he said some fucked up things and he admitted that numerous times this season. So that's why I think he's sincere on that part. I think it's about 50-50. I'm not going to give him 75-30. I'm going to give him 50-50 that he is trying to save his ass. And he feels bad. I think he, just like with Kellyanne, he understands that he's been a dick and outright wrong in a lot of his instances. So he is, I think, trying to apologize for it. But it's also a scenario where he knows that he needs them to not fuck him. So he's... He's trying to make up for it. So I think it's 
a 50-50 split on him trying to kiss her ass so she won't steal the key, and he legitimately feels bad for how he treated her. I am 100% with you. I This is definitely a case where two things can be true. He wants to stay safe. He wants to keep his, uh, his key safe. But he does feel a little bit bad. Is he full of shit? Absolutely. But not completely. Now, it's Dunbar's time to suck Ev's dick. (laughs) (laughs) So after Dunbar's confession, Ev definitely hates this position of power. But let's go ahead and take it to the nominations. TJ comes down and immediately dismisses Joe, Dan, and Kellyanne. Their game is finished, and it's time for Evelyn to make her decision. Now, the group has a chance to plead to Ev why they should be on the boat. All right, Evelyn, I think it's only right that we let the rest of the group go ahead and tell you why they think that they should be on your boat. Dunbar, why don't you plead your case? Uh, Ev, you know everything about me as much as anybody else here. I can sail. And if I was on a boat, that'd be the boat that got that island first. And you know that. So that said, do what you have to do. All right. You've seen what I can do. I really don't have to give you my resume because you were there for 90% of it. So uh, you could base your decision on that. Well, Evelyn, I'm a friend. I would hope that you would think that. I truly wish that I could be on a boat with you, sailing to the end. First, I just want to say that I'm glad that things turn around for you. I hope that you keep me and don't take Mickey. I'm not going to try and fool anybody here by saying that, you know, we've been, you know, close. We've definitely uh, butted heads more than a few times. I've said some things that I truly regret saying. You know, the conversation that we had, I want you to know that I meant everything that I said. And um, I'm truly sorry for any pain or heartache I may have caused you on this island. Um. We've done these together, and there is no doubt in my mind that I will give everything that I can to, to win this. And I just would hope that you would want somebody like that on your boat. I think it's kind of ironic that the same people that were pretty much shutting Evelyn out the entire time are now trying to beg her to basically not take their key. Hi, right, Jen. I've been your friend since I met you at Inferno 3, and I think that you deserve this. You've been through hell on this island, and I would love to see you win with me. I just want to start off by saying I really appreciate the warrior that you've been the entire time that you've been here. That's why I would love to sail over on that boat with you and hopefully you'll be the captain leading the way and I'll be like aye aye. Now it's time for Ev to pull the trigger. This is a lot more difficult than I expected it to be. Essentially, you know, Jen, Robin, Ryan, You guys have stood up for me through thick and thin, and I can't take your keys. I just, I could not do that to the three of you. Kenny and Derek, I've already won a challenge with you. Paula, while we had our conflicts on this challenge, you approached me and genuinely apologized to me for everything. And then that narrows it down to Dunbar and Johnny. Both of you have been opponents of mine the entire game. And while, you know, Johnny, you were largely the one pulling the strings, Dunbar, you were right there supporting every decision he made. But I've had a lot of personal issues with you, Johnny. While you're apologizing right now, there's no way for me to know 
how sincere it actually is. But at some point, you've just got to put an end to a, a cycle like that. And so I hope you're, you don't take this personally. Um, Dunbar, I'm taking the key. I'm truly sorry. Ev takes Dunbar's key, and he is pissed. Dunbar thinks the mob sacrificed him, and his feelings is hurt. Now, do you guys feel that Evelyn made the right decision in taking Dunbar's key? Bananas. The right decision is different than what the actual right decision is. Are we talking about right as in game standpoint, or are we talking about right decision for Evelyn's, like, ego? Because it's two totally different things. Explain. Well, the right decision for her gameplay is easily taking Dunbar's key because now she guarantees herself on the strongest boat. It's the right decision for her ego to take Johnny's key because she's been saying it all season long. If you go the whole season and say, I hate the mob, I'm going to end it, Johnny, I don't want Johnny winning, I never want to see that happen, I never want to work with Johnny, and then you end up doing it, you're selling your soul to the devil and you don't make yourself sound credible anymore. Especially since you've been saying it since day one. It's like she's been saying it for a week or two. She's been saying it since she stepped foot on the island. So do you feel that Evelyn has lost credibility? I think so, because now you know, let's say if Evelyn did another season with them, you don't know where she stands. Do you think just because she won a final with them, she's going to work together with them? Or do you think she still hates him? They're going to gun for each other right away. All right. Becky, what's your take? Hmm. Do you feel that Evelyn has made the right decision? I think that for her gameplay, I agree that it is a situation where she made the right choice, taking Dunbar's key, you know, at that end path. But Antonio is right by saying that she did kind of ruin her whole high horse, as you said, you know, standing on a soapbox, basically saying that the mob is evil and bad and her siding with them and taking Dunbar's key is, you know, a dick move. So I think we all understand that. But it's a smart move for her. And like I said, at the end of the day, Dunbar's not going to pay her bills. She wants the money that's in that treasure chest. That's period. A all right. You know, Dunbar is really hurt that he lost his key right before the final. Oh, you mean Abram's key? Yeah. Abram's <laughs> key that he left for Dunbar. So. Still don't know why Dunbar got that key to begin with. Because Abram thought he was a strong guy. Abe was trying to help the mob out. Yeah. So, do you guys feel that the mob sacrificed Dunbar so they can make it into the final. Becky, start it off. I think at the end of the day, they did. But I think it's the right choice. When it comes down to it, he's a rookie. He's brand new. Even though they like him, it doesn't necessarily, you know, give him seniority. So at this point, when it comes down to it, it's, it is a sacrifice, but it's a smart sacrifice that they made. I wouldn't even call it a sacrifice. I, 
it was a given. If you're if you're a Kenny and you have to choose between Johnny and Dunbar, who who are you gonna pick? It's a clear choice. You're picking Johnny. Like, come on, Dunbar hasn't proved himself. He's done nothing. He's he went into one face off to help out Paula and did terrible. Well, I mean, so she I, got her key. So, but that's because she made an in-game alliance to make sure she helped herself win. That that's the only reason why. If it wasn't for that reason, I don't think Paula wins whatsoever. And if what's your name, um, Ashley had a healthy foot with Derek, I think they would easily win that one too. I could agree with that. I definitely see where you're coming from. Well, Dunbar hasn't done anything this game. He just sits there. He acts in paddle for no reason. And he shouldn't be shocked. He should have known the second Abram gave him his key and they found that the twist where someone's key could get taken. He should have realized right away, oh shit, I didn't earn my key. My key might be the first one on the block. And he should have kept that in his head up until the final. He should have gone into another face-off. Honestly. He should have. And then he could have earned a key for somebody else. So he was stupid not going into a face-off because he could have really proven himself at that point. And everybody would have been like, oh, he earned a key. Now he's going to give away Abram's key. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that put the target on someone else's back. But rookie mistakes, right? But then yet, but you can't also blame him for not going in. The only person to do it was Derek. Yeah, and he did it to help the mob. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't really say why not, but then yet again, Dunbar's the only person to just get his key. Yeah. So, it can go back and forth, but it's a clear choice that Dunbar's the last person on the tonal pole in the mob. Put it that He's way. a rookie. That's, that's what it is. He's a rookie. They don't really know him. It is what it is. He needs to accept his rookie status. He was sacrificed by omission. He was sacrificed because he wasn't intentionally saved. Kenny went out of his way to make sure Bananas was saved. They didn't do that with Dunbar. So he was sacrificed by omission. Their inaction was their action. Feel me? Yeah, he's also a grown-ass man. He could, he could have put together his own team. He latched onto the mob because it was easy. He got along with those guys and rode their coattails for as long as it was able to take him. It was able to take him to the eighth episode of the island, and they couldn't save his ass anymore. Yeah. So the final is going to be Kenny, Bananas, Paula, Ryan, Jen, Evelyn, Derek, and Robin. That is a fucking stacked-ass classic challenger final if i've ever seen one tj on the spot tells them to make themselves into a team now everybody looks around nervously and it's clear that johnny kenny Derek, and evelyn are going to be on the same boat robin calls the mob out immediately because she sees that her and paula are about to get screwed paula calls out kenny for screwing her over and now she's also hurt Okay, I obviously get it now. It's going to be Evelyn, Derek, Kenny, and Johnny on a boat. Are you really gonna screw Paula over like that? Are you really gonna screw me over like that? You're a piece of You guaranteed her a spot on your boat if yep. this guy went. As far as Alliance goes, she was never in it, and you never talked to me about it, and you just went ahead and just did it anyway. Feel really lie to right now. 
I want the strongest boat just as much as everyone else does. Unfortunately, I'm taking the slack for a lot of bull $74,999.99. That's how much our friendship is worth. Now, Paula puts Evelyn on the same level of villainy as Bananas and Kenny. So the boat shake out to Johnny, Kenny, Evelyn, and Derek versus Jen, Paula, Ryan, and Robin. Now, here goes the million-dollar question. Was Paula and Robin screwed over? <laughs> Becky, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> no. I'm laughing because that's the most ridiculous thing ever. I mean, Paula, I can see being slightly screwed over. I cannot see anywhere where Robin thinks that she's being screwed over here. The fact that she even thought that she was anywhere close to being on a boat with them is kind of on her for not seeing, like, the signs. No, I definitely feel you on that one. Uh, Robin was allowed to have a key because her having a key and going to the final, the mob knew that it wouldn't hurt him in the long run. Exactly. At the end of the day, she's a weak player. She was already voting with them. And they, she should just be grateful that she's in the freaking final. Why are you so mad? You wanted to build the boat by yourself. Maybe you want to sail it by yourself, too. Huh? Robin only got a key because <laughs> the mom didn't want Evelyn to have it to begin with. That's the only reason why she's even in this final. Well, she and, also knows how to sail a boat, so. But that's nothing. Isn't owed anything. She made the final. That's what she's technically owed, I guess, if you're in an alliance. You don't. And there's no guarantee that Johnny, Johnny, Kenny, Derek, and Ellen win the final. They're just on a boat together. It's two different things. She should be happy she made the final. That's it. I mean, they're a very strong team to go against. But yeah. because of Robin's sailing skills, they should be able to outweigh that well now how about this summer early in the episode when paula was talking to evelyn and she excluded derek so let's just say in this situation evelyn takes johnny's key now you have paula johnny and kenny all on a boat how does derek feel paula who had the idea first throws derek under the bus so you would think she would understand like oh it's a game move her of of all people should be like oh you know what it's fine it is what it is it's a game move because earlier that day, she threw Derek under the bus, so she shouldn't be shocked whatsoever. I think you're 100% right. It is definitely the same thing. It's the same energy that she put out is now coming down and hitting her right in the face. And here goes the funny thing is, Derek on the other boat, now the other boat has a chance because Derek with Robin, along with Ryan and Jen, they would have a chance. That's a That's strong a, team. That, yeah, exactly. That's a big difference. Now, if Evelyn goes to the other boat, not so much. But Derek has this skill. He has the will. And he'll probably make this into an actual fight. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. That is a very good point, Malik. Exactly. I only make good points. I'm amazing. <laughs> and that's why I hate when people say how... Uh, they backstab Paula. Not really. If you watch the episode closely, you can see Paula didn't really give a shit. She was throwing her own alliance under the bus too, so it oh, no, works no. both ways. No, she definitely gave a shit. Now, on the flip side of it, 
I do believe that Paula got screwed. Even though nothing was promised to her, Paula has done everything in her power to make sure that the mob was good. She's done everything in her power to make sure that they was ahead of the game. She was on the team. She deserved to be on that boat. The fact that but she was... Their, their alliance was so big. Their alliance was big, but Paula was the core female member. And for the core female member to be replaced by Evelyn, that's cold. That was cold blood. All right, well, Paula let's did, say Evelyn takes... Now, listen, listen. Technically, no. She didn't get screwed, technically. Nothing was promised. Everybody is out for themselves, technically. But if you put this between some real-life friends and a real-life situation, she got screwed. She was the core female member over Joanna, over Coley, over Robin, over everybody else. The, fe- the main core female member of that group was Paula. She deserved to be on that boat, and she was there from day one. She was day one with them. She shouldn't have been excluded. I think Joanna gets on that boat if she has a key for Paula does. And even if Dunbar still had his key come, let's say Evelyn pulls out a wild card and takes away Jen or Ryan's key. I think you have the four guys on the boat together instead of Paula, Johnny, Kenny, Dunbar, and Derek. I think you are 100% correct. Doesn't make it right, though. Doesn't make it right. I mean, but... All's fair and love war and challenges. I do agree with you. Nobody <laughs> owes anybody anything. But Paula should not have been left off. That was code, and that should not have been done. But we're still not done with that. I don't think she should have been surprised, though, because you have an alliance that has six, seven members. Two to three people aren't getting on that boat. You're still As- making the final. No, but you're not on the boat. You're absolutely correct. But out of those two or three people, Paula should not have been one of them. Agreed. I mean, Derek, Derek and Paula did a lot for the Alliance. <laughs> Derek is in the mix. He's not on the outside of this. Uh, Joanna and Paula. I wouldn't put Paula in there. I'd say Paula is a core member. At the end, the fact that it's not Paula, Bananas, Kenny, and Derek. Any other option besides that is wrong. And shouldn't have been done, in my opinion. My humble opinion. That's correct. I get it. I mean, at the end of the day, Paula would just be like an anchor on that team. She's like, let's look at that as it is what it is. She's not really contributing in the long run. Like, not like Evelyn would. Evelyn has more strength. But why are we forgetting, though? Paula still made a final. Regardless of her getting screwed over or not, the alliance, she the mob, their mentality for a weaker team. Yeah, but not it, really though. That's there's. Really. I mean, it's it is a yes. weaker team, but it's still a team that is able to compete. It's, it's not like Ryan, Robin, Jen. Hold on, wait, like, wait, 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 no. wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Don't get it twisted. A weaker team doesn't mean a bad team. Uh, Robin hasn't won one. Uh, at this point, but Robin has always been known to be a tough competitor. Jen is a Jen is a top ten female challenge competitor. Ryan, not so much. 
but it doesn't mean he's a slouch either. He did win against two females. He's not the worst. He's not a uh, he's not a bananas Kenny or Derek. But the funny thing is, if you take somebody like Derek, bananas or Kenny and put them on the other boat, the other boat instantly has a chance. Ryan isn't that caliber. The females, the females was dope, but now the females are outnumbered, and Ryan is the only male. This boat has no chance. Oh yeah, they're they're screwed. They're screwed from the jump. That's a fact. So, Paula gets to pick which boat they use. So she picks the blue boat because the boys already built it. So the boys and Ev have to put the red boat up by tomorrow and the airdrop comes first thing in the morning. Paula is tight. She feels betrayed and she feels dumb for trusting in Bananas and Kenny. She backed them up the whole time and they replaced her to stay safe from Evelyn. She's not the only one that feels that way. Dunbar is also tight and he feels lied to. For me, it was between yeah. it was between I you and also, Johnny. Also. It was between you and Johnny. And why did you not oh, say Johnny? Why did you not say Johnny? I'm angry at myself. I'm angry at Kenny. I'm angry at Johnny. And I just I see all this as a big slap in the face waste of time at this point. You keep thinking we threw you under the bus so I can save him. Which, if, if that's what it came down to, that's what it did come down no, to. No, it didn't. Are you I'm serious, agreeing bro? with you? I didn't want to talk about it anymore. I'm just really pissed that I allowed myself to trust a handful of people that were, you know, feeding me BS for this entire time. Kenny basically says that if it came down between him and Bananas, he would choose Bananas. But it didn't. It was Ev's choice. And Bananas is just grateful to still be in on the island. Ev feels that she's on an unstoppable team and it's all behind them. Just like that. No harm, no foul. Everything just worked out. So the next day, Shit is on. The airdrop comes first thing in the morning. The sail is delivered with four oars. Everybody scrambles to do the finishing touches on the boat. Kenny notices Dunbar helping the blue boat and calls him a piece of shit, but he regains his focus. So we already went over that Dunbar is, he, he feels lied to, he feels betrayed by the mob. Is, uh, is Dunbar out of line for working against the mob by helping the girls finish up their boat against the boys? No. He has, he has every right to be upset. I mean, he feels, he feels betrayed. I mean, honestly, in that situation, I probably would have been a little petty too and would have helped the other team. Because why do you want to help? Why do you want the team that just screwed you over win, you know? All right, Becky. Oh, sorry. At the end of the day, I don't think he was screwed over by them. I think he should have expected what he got. But I don't see it as a bad move. I think it's fair uh, because he is hurt by them. And he feels that he needs to get them back somehow. So might as well. But I don't think he's in the wrong at all. I feel like anyone in that situation would have. I feel like if... Evelyn ended up taking Johnny's key. I feel like Johnny would have helped whatever book Kenny was on to win. It was petty. He was hurt, so he went against the guy. So he went against the guys that he thought hurt him. Uh, it didn't benefit him none. He didn't get paid out for any of it, and all he did was seem like an asshole and jeopardize his position with a team that is accustomed to winning over and over again. And he jeopardized his position with them. 
I don't think it was really worth it in the long run. He probably should have just shut the fuck up. Which is funny because I could say that about a number of competitors over a number of years. But let's go ahead and move on. Now, Bananas counted on the girls not putting the boat together, and Dunbar is fucking it up. Red Boat actually gets it done first. They get their boat into the water. Ev doesn't give a fuck if you think Bananas is a devil or if you think she sold her soul to the devil because her team is stacked and they're about to win the island. The red team has the lead, but they don't have much of one and the current is pulling them west. Bananas almost capsizes the boat and Dee pulls them back and puts the armor back down. The red team finds the rhythm and Kenny reflects that his only regret is not having Paula on the boat with him. The blue boat doesn't have a tight sail and is killing them. Jen hops off the boat and she pushes it in the water, but I'm assuming she isn't aware of how physics work. The red team pulls up to the island and they jump off and meet TJ. Ev and the team put in their keys and on the count of three, they open the chest and grab a check for $300,000. Ev never would have guessed that she would win with bananas, says that she will follow Johnny into battle any day. Derek is happy to provide for his growing family. Today is the happiest day of Banana's life. The blue team finally arrives and Kenny is torn because he screwed over Paula and this wind is bittersweet. Johnny feels he had to look out for himself. Paula walks past the mob saying nothing. She checks the empty chest and she pours her heart out in pain. Ed feels she did good giving Bananas a chance to redeem himself because it worked out for her in the long run. Jen, she takes it all in stride, knowing you win some and you lose some, and Ryan kind of feels the same way. Paula says her friends stole from her, and she will never forgive them. The red team kisses the check, and the credits roll, and the red boat is the winners of the challenge. Season 16, The Island. The winners are going to be Bananas, Kenny, Derek and Evelyn. What a fucking season. How did you guys feel about how this last final played out? Bananas, kick it off. So, my opinions changed a lot during this rewatch. I feel like, so, I know everyone has, like, a lot of, like, hateful opinions throughout Bananas' time on this season. And, honestly, when I first saw this season, I was like, you know what? It was really bad. And, honestly, wasn't as bad as people say it was. I mean, before I get like shitted off of this, yes, it was bad, but the way people have been saying his behavior on it, I feel like people over exaggerate on some things that happened at the time of that his time in Ireland. Because what most people forget is that he did apologize numerous times. I mean, was it gameplay? Was it not? Does it matter? He still said it. He still sucked up his pride and even said it to the person. That takes, whether it's real or not, that takes up, that takes a lot for someone to do, especially with an ego like his. I mean, that's pretty tough. So I do think you guys shouldn't be harsh on him as much as you guys already are on him for this season. But other than that, I mean, I think it was a good, great season. Good for first season to rewatch as a group. And I enjoyed it. I'm excited for free agents. You know what? I 
I am inclined to agree with you. Uh, was his behavior great? Absolutely not. But he did apologize. He did come back. He did talk to the ladies that he felt was wronged. Now, at the time when he did it, the workout and his benefit, sure. But at the same time, he still did it. I do think people tend to go to this this season when they want to bash Johnny because the behavior was so bad. But once you go back and rewatch it, sure, there was a lot of terrible, there was definitely a lot of terrible occasions. But I don't think it's nearly as bad as people make it out to be. And this climate is even worse. But back then, it was kind of expected. And it was also the kind of things that set the challenge apart from things such as Survivor and Big Brother. And uh, it, it definitely made them different and edgier. It wasn't great to see. Is it problematic? Sure. How many times does Bananas have to apologize? I mean, I think when you just pull his worst image clips like it has been in the past, it does look really terrible for Johnny. But in the long run, when I look at the season as a whole, it's a very small part of what happened. Yes, he was a douchebag, but he did apologize. He did try to make right. I liked the season. I think it showed a lot of a lot of like what happens when people are hungry and in this type of situation, especially since they're used to being like, I guess, more pampered. It's definitely a much more grittier version and kind of shows how people are when kind of the worst side of you get shown. And it's kind of hard not to when you're hot, hungry and dirty and you just want to go home and not be attacked by mosquitoes. I definitely feel you on that. It's easy to pull his worst moments from this season. But when you look at it from a wider lens, is it bad? Yes. But I think he does have some redemption for it. And I do think his behavior has overall improved, even though there are several instances throughout his course of being on a challenge where people could argue with it. But that's just my opinion. Bananas, do you have uh, anything to add? I mean, you also got to look at the when this season took place. It happened, what, 10 years ago about? Yeah. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, saying words he said are never okay. But at that, about 10 years ago, the words like that didn't, weren't as hurtful then as they are now. Like, if you say that word, those words now, they're more hurtful. So you also got to look at it that way, you know? Well, if I told my girl right now that uh, nobody wants to listen to you, you dumb bitch, she'll punch me right in my fucking face. <laughs> That's a fact. Oh, well, yes, that is. And when I look at your lady, she would do that. Not all women would, but your lady, I can see but if it. You say it. Absolutely. <laughs> if you said she, it 10 years ago, you probably could have been left at. She He's hits me and I need help. He's an abused man, guys. Malik yes. is an abused man. That's 100% why I'm faithful. It's not because I'm such a great guy. It's because she would kill me and everything I've ever loved. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, in the long run, I think if you look at the season as, in a whole, you do see Johnny at some of his best points and some of his worst. Lowest of the low. I think he's just one. Of, he's polarizing. It's just what it is. You're either going to love him or you're going to hate him. 
And when you hate him, you're going to literally want to pick at every single bad thing that he does. At this point, I'm in a neutral spot where I like him, but I don't condone all of his actions. So it's one of those situations. But at least you're not the type of person to like ignore the good stuff that he does. You're you see both sides, which everyone should do. I mean, but there's many people that I that just want him to bed, and then when the same happens to someone they like, they act kind of act like me right now. So uh, if everyone could just like you know just look at it from both sides, it will make everything a lot easier. I mean, nobody's perfect. You know what? I, I'm actually inclined to agree with you because this season we definitely got to see, uh, you know, some of the worst of Bananas. But also, we got to see some really bright points. I mean, when was the last time you seen Bananas apologize on TV? <sighs> Probably Seven. the fucking island. I'm, I'm, I mean, th- there's been a couple <laughs> right, of that, times. That, that was a reunion, though. But according to David, he never apologized. You all, facts are there. Fucking did. But, He's shown that he made a bad decision and he apologized for it. In all reality, the apologies were believable. Did they benefit him? Absolutely. But he did apologize. And it comes to that point of what more do you want from him? I do think we got to see the worst, some of the worst from Bananas. So I wouldn't condemn him off of just this. Uh, He definitely got a W. He definitely earned it. He outplayed a lot of people. He was great politically. And him and his team ran the island. So I can understand why a lot of people would be mad. So let me follow up with this. What do you guys think is the legacy of the island? Even looking back from 2019, what do you guys think that the island has taught us? And what do you guys think that we can learn from the island? Becky? I think that it just really learned, like, you really kind of learn to see people you know, you, you try to put yourself in, in your in their shoes, which is what I tried to do a lot during this season. Like, if I was hungry, like, I already know how I am when I'm hungry, and I am a miserable person to be around. So I can only imagine them trying to live on rice. It's terrible. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I think Survivor is a terrible format. I think, (laughs) I really think that they need to make sure they keep it to what they're good at, which is keeping them, though not good, like delicious, tasty, great food, but they're fed, that they are being, that they get the chance to really use their minds, not just like overall like stamina and having to deal with the fact that they're starving all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely feel you. Bananas. I mean, put 20 to 30 party animals in an island with limited food. You're going to get a very drama-full season. And honestly, I actually like the island. I like the format, but I don't think MTV could pull the second one. I feel like a season like this is one of a kind. It will, If you do it again, you're just setting it up for failure because it's basically... The mindset of someone you can't because not everyone can expect it you know if you do it a second time or a third time something like this where mtv has never done before you're putting everyone on that island into shock right away that's true hey like we even had it 
what was it, Invasion of the Champions, I think it was, where the rookies had, like, their own little island, and they had to, like, fight for survival, whatever the like, first three, four weeks it was. I think that was just their housing. I think they were still, like, yeah. fed, like, normally, not, like, this random, you know, the U.S. Army airdrops yeah. that you have to swim out and get. Hey, real quick, I just, want, I just wanted to point out that I have 22 pairs of pants back here. You you literally just counted them, just on this row. That's not even counting the oh, nice. the shorts and stuff I have over there, and the other clothes I have up over here. Hold on a second. Ah. And my <laughs> and my and my favorite hat. Oh, don't you dare! Hey. Don't you wear that. Screenshot. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. Oh, oh. Just where it belongs. Oh, it on bites the floor. back. <laughs> Should put it in the trash can. All right. So now that we moved on from the challenge, coming up, starting next week, we are going to start banging in season 25, Free Agents, which I am super excited for. I know that some of you guys really wish that uh, we would go in order, and it's definitely something I considered and wanted to do initially, but a lot of our audience is newer members. We do want to expose them to some of the older seasons, but we think a back and forth policy will probably work better in this. We bring some old, something new, something old, something new. So most likely after free agents, uh, I really think the duel will be next after that, but it'll probably be in a slightly different format. Something where we covered two or three episodes in one, because back then those episodes was a half hour long and the drama was kind of light, but it's always great to discuss those competitions. We really appreciate you guys for sticking with us. Um, hopefully we could keep bringing you challenge content. We got a lot of great stuff coming up. You know, hopefully we got some video. We got the YouTube channel set up. We're still working on that. So it's, so it's still pretty early, but just a lot of great stuff. We're not going to stop. We're going to keep going and keep bringing you guys great challenge content, especially in the off season when the challenge isn't playing. All right, guys, so before we get out of here, make sure you visit shop.lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure you guys pick out your SKSK t-shirts, banana stand t-shirts, suck my whole dick t-shirts, Love War Challenges t-shirts. We got a lot of different stuff. Hopefully we got a, um, hopefully we'll have a couple more designs coming for you guys once the season starts. But make sure you visit shop.lovewarchallenges.com to pick up all your Love War challenges and challenge gear. So, Bananas, close us out. All right. Another great episode, Potsters. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Also, check out our website, lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure while you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Make sure you give us those five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, Pastors. Peace.